live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland. And T.J. Perry. Because in Oklahoma, you weren't able to go out and shop, really. You weren't able to go out and, you know, go to the beach or anything like that. It was just kind of planes, like actual planes, not yeah. the flying ones. Hour two, Tuesday morning. Uh, what do we got weather-wise today? It's going to be about like yesterday, right? Maybe a tad bit warmer. About the same, though. And then tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. we're like in the 60s, right? Uh, yeah, Wednesday, yes. Yesterday was weird, man. I left work, I'm like, hey, it's kind of nice out, I'm going to go take a walk. Get out on my walk, suddenly it's like the temperature dropped like 20 degrees and the winds kicked up, and I was froze by the time I got home. 48 degrees today high, but 20 to 30 mile an hour winds, so that's no fun. Tomorrow, high of 61, Thursday, high of 60. So here we go. I've still got a frozen swimming pool. I need that temperature to warm up a little bit. Um, all right, let's talk some Sooners, Teach. Uh, by the way, here are the opt-outs tonight for OSU. Spencer Sanders, Mason Cobb, their linebacker, Dom Richardson, Trace Ford, and Brandon Evers. Trace Ford has not picked a destination yet, has he? I've never seen anything unless I missed something over the weekend, but no, I thought I don't think he a has. lot of people thought Thursday or Friday of last weekend, and I've never seen it mentioned since. Uh, Wisconsin down several guys as well. Their starting quarterback, Graham Mertz. Offensive lineman, Logan Brown. Wide receiver, Marcus Allen. Uh, Deacon Hill, who's another quarterback for them. And an offensive lineman, Michael Furtney. So it is just kind of uh, rickety on both sides for those guys. Uh, Officially for the Sooners... I don't know about officially. This is what I have uh, found anyway. Uh, Eric Gray, Theo Weiss, Jalen Redman, Wanya Morris, Anton Harrison. Those are the uh, guys who will not be playing in the bowl game. So before the break, I was asked about starters. I don't I don't think it's that. Well, okay, so here's what I uh, – I think it'll be uh, Dylan Gabriel at quarterback. I think uh, Javante Barnes will be your starting running back. Offensive line, I think it'll be Jacob Sexton at one tackle. Then you got Matoyer at guard, Conjulate center, Chris Murray at guard, Tyler Guyton at the other tackle. And uh, tight end, Braden Willis, wideouts, Mims, Farouk, and Stoops. So the changes there are at the tackles and at the running back. Barnes for Gray. Guyton and Sexton in place of Morris and Harrison. Then on defense, I don't think there's much of a change. I mean, Jalen Redmond had started some games, but he hadn't started all the games. So Washington and probably Colden at the corners. Uh, Bowman and Lawrence at safety. White at Cheetah, Aguebu and Stutzman linebacker. And then up front, Grimes and Downs on the ends. And we'll see. You got the... 
you know, you got Jeffrey Johnson, Jordan Kelly, Isaiah Coe, Josh Ellison is with the team. Grayson Halton's been practicing. So some combination of those guys will start up front. I would probably guess Coe and Johnson or Coe and Kelly or Johnson and Kelly, two of those three. So that would be my uh, predicted starting lineup for OU. There is some, uh, you know, um, really the changes in the starting lineup are on the offensive side, the tackles and the running back. Um, All right, TJ, are you ready for some hope? Toby Wan Kenobi, you're our only hope. What do you feel like is the hope meter out there right now for uh, Oklahoma fans in this game? Um, you know the movie Elf with Will Ferrell? Yeah, sure. Um, when the dad won't sing. I think yeah, Sooner yeah. Nation won't sing right now, so Santa's sleigh's <laughs> running a little low on hope, and he can't get up <laughs> off the ground in Central Park. That's what I how think. Big of a, how big of a dog are the Crimson and Cream, our beloved Crimson and Cream? A little over a touchdown? A is touchdown that right? or so, yeah. Let's see here what it is updated. Let me get you that. Uh, Have you found anyone who's picking OU to win this game? Uh, my son. Oh, yeah. Who was very confident in uh, picking them. Let's see. It is now currently nine and a half Florida State. Ooh, so it's gone up. It's gone up. So that should uh, – the fact that the chairman is picking OU should give people out there some encouragement. The chairman Mm -hmm. finished uh, third in – in our contest this year, one spot behind me. So that should give he you some He did not say whether he was picking them with the nine and a half, though, so I don't know. <laughs> he might have just been picking them against the spread. Which, by the way, uh, his Apple Watch he asked, uh, and his iPad he asked last night, can I uh, download this gambling game here? Because his mom said, no! <laughs> then he laughed and walked off, so. Um, but, yeah, right. that's about the only person I've heard picking them, to be honest. I'm not telling you I think OU is going to win this game. I don't know if I do or not. Maybe maybe um, I don't usually do that. So TJ will let us know how his gut feels on Thursday. But I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you some hope out there today, okay? i got three reasons for hope. Number one, reason number one for hope, TJ. It's not, I'm telling you right, it's not hopeless. Reason number one for hope, Florida State, I researched this. Florida State plays in the ACC. Correct. The ACC uh, light this year, TJ, certainly in comparison to the Big 12. Their road this year has not been near as rigorous. Do they have a better schedule? Sure. Have they won five in a row coming in? Yes. But you look up and down that schedule, Teach. I mean, come on. It's not exactly murderer's row. The Seminoles have been hanging out in an easy neighborhood did, this year. Did OU go through murderer's row? Yes. Huh. The okay. Big 12 was very good this year, It TJ. was good. It was much better than uh, recent years and much better than be- I had much thought. Much better than the ACC. Yes. I'll give you that, yes. Okay. What would OU's record be if they played in the ACC this year? Seven and five. Okay, maybe. I don't know. I mean. I think they get one more game. You could look up and down this schedule. And 
I mean, let's do it. We got time here. All Does right. OU beat Duquesne? Yes. LSU in uh, New Orleans in that, that game they I, played? I don't think so, no. That was early in the year yeah. when OU was playing good, and LSU hadn't figured things out yet. So maybe, but I'll put down an L. At Louisville. Yeah, I'd give OU that that game. Boston College. Win. Wake Forest. The game At was home? in Norman. In Norman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wake had a pretty good team this decent year. Decent team. Decent team. It was about. I think they had. I think they had a seven and five record. Maybe a, a game or so better than OU. Ah, in Norman, I would lean OU in that one. At North Carolina State. I'd go NC State like, there. Seems like a loss. Seems like a game we yeah. would have lost this yeah. year. Clemson in Norman. DJ Uyunglele at quarterback. Clemson. All right. Georgia Tech at in Norman. In Norman, I would slightly lean OU. So at I'd give OU Miami. Um, on the road, Miami, I would probably go Canes there. But it would be close. I, I, it's a winnable game for OU. Hang on just a second. Florida State beat them 45-3. to Let me see what uh, Miami's. What was Miami's record this year? Not what they thought going into the year. I know that. Hang on a second. I might, I might challenge this one, Your Honor. <laughs> you may uh, change my mind. Five and seven was their record. I thought they year, were bowl eligible. But um, you're saying it was on the road. It's at Miami. Yeah, but definitely what, a winnable the next game. Two games are at Miami, at Syracuse. Okay, just split those. Okay, I'll give you a win there and a loss there. Louisiana at home. Uh, win for OU. Florida at home. Um, Last game of the year. I think that's winnable for Oklahoma at home. All right, you just had OU going eight and four. Okay, so two games better. With All right. Florida State schedule. With, with a couple of games that I thought OU still could potentially win, or, or won at least for sure. The so point maybe is, a nine and three season, just like what we're talking about with Florida they're State. They're nine and three. OU six and six, but they played a significantly easier schedule, in my opinion, in the ACC. That's reason for hope, TJ. Reason for hope number two. Number two. Number two. There's a chance Florida State's taking Oklahoma for granted here. We've had weeks now of everybody telling Florida State. That this is going to be easy. OU is a shell of themselves. Not even OU thinks they can win but, this game. But aren't they smart enough in that building to realize you're not talking about OSU or, you know, Baylor or someone out of the Big 12? You're talking about Oklahoma. Regardless of the record or regardless of what people are telling you, inside that building, they got to be thinking it's still OU, it's still Oklahoma. Did you just ask me if college kids are smart enough to <laughs> no, look beyond I'm asking the you noise personnel, of social media? Personnel and coaches and media? Oh, hammering sure the, this into their head. I'm sure the coaches aren't taking them lightly. But I'm telling you, that team full of college-age kids have been told for weeks, this is, no, this is a layup. It's a blowout. We're going to have 30,000 people there. They're going to have seven. They lost six games. 
They got guys transferring all over the place. It'll be name your score, Florida State. Maybe the most lopsided bowl matchup of the bowl season. Wow. They do see themselves as a uh, nine-and-a-half-point favorite, so. There's a chance. There's hope here, TJ. I'm not telling you it's going to happen. Hope that they're overlooking our beloved Sooners. That's reason number two for hope. TJ? Number one. Number three. Number three. Number three. three. (laughs) I was going the wrong way. On reasons for hope, we go the other direction. Reason number three for hope. I think Florida State's defense is gettable. I think Florida State's defense is gettable. Um, That Florida team that just scored three in the bowl game because they didn't care just put 38 up on them last time out. Uh, Louisville scored 31 on them. Wake Forest scored 31 on them. Clemson, Clemson, TJ, had a terrible offense this year. They put 34 on them. Now, they had some days where they played nice as well, but I think the Oklahoma offense has a chance to have a good day. Javante Barnes, going to have to block at the tackle. I understand that. Concerns on the offensive line. Braden Willis, you're going to have to help out Jacob Sexton some, all those kinds of things. But Marvin Mims, Javante Barnes, Drake Stoops, Jaleel Farouk, Dylan Gabriel, Braden Willis, Maybe some of these new guys like a Nick Anderson. Uh, I think the Oklahoma offense has some hope here of putting up some points. I'm not telling you Florida State's bad, but they have been shaky at times this year when they have played good offenses. And Oklahoma's got a good offense. As much as we've bragged about Jordan, uh, 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 Jordan Travis, Travis Jordan, Jordan Travis, which one is he, TJ? How could you know, really, right? Let's just go TJ. Let's go Let's go, Jordan Travis. As much as we bragged about him and downplayed OU, the difference in these two offenses this year is like a yard. Oklahoma's got a good offense. Are they a juggernaut like we've seen in recent years? No. But they've been good, maybe really good at times. I think the Florida State defense might be susceptible. Now, TJ, I'm not guaranteeing OU wins this game. I'm not even picking it. All I'm doing is giving you some reason for hope out there if you're hopeless today. I've told you Florida State plays in the ACC. They might be overlooking OU because everybody in the world's telling them they're going to win this in a breeze. And their defense might be susceptible. What do you think? Do you have hope? <laughs> That's right. That's exactly what I'm telling you, Teach. Reason for hope, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we've decided to go to Orlando and cover it. <laughs> some haven't. They can't get there, so yeah. they'll be short. They'll be short some media. I, should, I shouldn't get out in front of my skis. <laughs> All right, what do you think? Uh, you could text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. It is a Tuesday morning. We are two days away from the Cheez-It Bowl, we'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. 
All right. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. They bring you the $8.99 listing fee, saving you thousands of dollars on the sale of your home, putting that money in your pocket for a nice new pergola, perhaps a barbecue grill, something nice for the house, some new blinds. Whatever you save that money for is up to you, but put that money in your pocket. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Perhaps a birdbath. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Toby loves a good bird bath, by the way. I, um, know. I like a hummingbird feeder, though. Those are fun. Yeah, those are nice. Those are nice. Yeah. Nana has a lot of those. I find hummingbirds fascinating. They're uh, some busy little guys, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah they're busy dudes. Uh, does the Big 12 plan on having any conference games next football season? The wait is getting weird, asks Mike in Weatherford. Well... It is curious, isn't it? No, it's it not, cur- because they're losing two teams and bringing other teams in. They have a whole new schedule to think up here. Yeah, but, like, it keeps getting pushed back, which makes you wonder if you're going to end up being right about this in the end. What did I just say? They're losing two teams and bringing a few others in, so. Oh, I got yeah. you. Okay. There's we a chance I might be right. Have you ever known me to be wrong? Not really. All right. Uh, there, it was, we were told November, then we were told December. We're getting close to January. It's almost we January. We do not have a schedule yet. Uh, DJ, call the Big 12 office. I'll call and see Ask what their what's problem is. Like, what's your problem? Uh, perhaps Levy's answer concerning Gabriel has much more to do with being focused on the bowl game than next, next season. Yes, let's hope that's the case. Could be. And like I said, he could have just been being a uh, troublemaker with mm-hmm. that answer. So, mm-hmm. um, He's a pretty laid-back guy. Maybe the pressure of being the quarterback at OU is more than he wants to deal with. He's also into his brand, so maybe a bigger market is what he would be looking for if he left. I guess we're just supposed to be happy if players compete one year these days, or complete one year these days. Hmm. I don't think the pressure's too much for him. He hasn't ever given me that indication this no. year that this is too big of a stage for me. Um, he's a pretty confident the, guy. I don't know what the bigger market it would be. Like, like you go to Los Angeles or whatever, they don't care about college. You know, like It's not like you're going to sell more stuff there, so. Like, had Caleb um, Williams had the season he had at OU, his brand would be the same. He would have been in New York. Yeah. He probably would have won the Heisman. I mean, right? yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm ruling out that text Just wouldn't have had the Go, shopping that he's got now. No. Zero yeah. percent <laughs> chance. Jackson has said he will sit a year behind Dylan, so it sounds like that's been the plan. That no, person okay. says he's back. Okay. Uh, not wa- uh, not worried. Signs are pointing to him being back. I think Mims will stay too, says this texture. Great. That'd be great. Uh, the only thing I got from Lebby's comment was, quote, we're on to Cincinnati, end quote. I don't think he's worried about it right now. <laughs> Focus on the, <laughs> the that after the bowl game. Okay. Um, I think the next time my boss says, I will see you tomorrow, I'm going to tell him, I'm focused on today and walk away like these college kids. (laughs) 
You guys are awesome. By far the coolest. The Toby and the TJ. I know. Signed, the Richard. Thank you, the Richard. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> is it possible that Dylan saw what Spencer was put through with Caleb behind him and wants no part of that? I don't yeah. think. Well. It's not impossible. I don't think he's a guy that's running from competition. Like if Jackson Arnold's coming in here, I don't think he's that type. I mean, I think he's a pretty confident guy. I think those two have a good relationship from what we've seen and heard, even from from Jackson Arnold. So, I agree. And I think that he will relish the mentor role while at the same time want to work on his status as a potential NFL quarterback. That's what I think will happen here. However, are you asking me if there's a chance that uh, Dylan Gabriel was paying attention or has been alerted to the fact that it wasn't a lot of fun for the returning starting quarterback the last time we brought in a hot shot five-star? Yeah, that's probably true. It's probably true. So is that a possibility? Yeah, it's a possibility. Well, if a guy's saying, I want no part of that or no part of the competition, then fine, go ahead and leave. Yeah. Like, he would never openly admit that. Look, I don't want to come in here and compete with this hotshot five-star quarterback, and I don't want the pressure that the fans are going to put on me. He would never say that out loud, but, I mean, if Truth Serum was put in him and he said that, then most would say, okay, then go ahead and go. We'll take our lumps with a freshman quarterback the next year. I don't think he'll say that either. I want to just firmly say that I'm not I do not predict this is happening. But in this day and age, it's super easy to just say, well, let's go try it there for a while. It is I got, easy. I got a five star breathing down my neck. These guys want me. All right. Let's see what this part of the country looks like. So it's just very convenient for them. Very easy and very convenient. So yeah, I would say there's at least that's at least a possibility again not predicting it i think dylan gabriel be your starter jackson arnold be your backup next year that's my 77 percent prediction fellas this no alarm clock stuff is the life for me i now see good morning a1 and turkey bacon that is gunny uh, not texting us till after 7 a.m this morning as he is sleeping in obviously off work this week man I, the three days that we had this weekend uh, Friday morning, Saturday morning, Sunday morning. I easily got to eight. I, that hadn't happened in a long time. I don't know what was going on. I slept like a rock, TJ. No games. No worry about travel that weekend as far as game or anything. So it was probably yeah. your body just said, boom, relax I mode. In. Yeah. I just gave in. Can Austin Stogner play this uh, Thursday? No. no, he is not no. eligible. That would be wild if they could play. I mean, then bowl games would obviously become. <laughs> let's see what we got in this guy. You know, uh, you got quarterbacks. To up guys yeah, you got playoff. quarterbacks jumping all over the place, and yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you got guys. <laughs> Which four teams are in the playoff? I'm going there to play for the uh, the bowl game. Uh, y'all should do FSU playing OU schedule. We just did that. Uh, I think that came in right before we did it. Well, we did OU playing FSU schedule. He's saying we should do FSU playing OU schedule. 
what record would they have if they played? Oh, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Got gotcha. you. Yeah. Uh, Stoops staying. Stoops staying is a good sign that G, uh, DG is saying. Boy, that's a hard sentence to say. Stoops saying is a good sign that staying. DG. Try it again. You still haven't got it right. Stoops staying is a good yeah. sign. Did I not say that? Say saying. Stoops saying. staying. Start over. Start over. <laughs> Red leather, yellow leather. Yeah, Red leather, you yellow got, leather. You got it this time. Stoops staying is a yeah. good sign that DG is staying. Probably. I'm sure they've talked, yeah. I'm sure they've talked, but yeah. I think I think if Drake Stoops wanted to come back, he's back at OU regardless of who the quarterback is. He's a yeah. Sooner. And maybe he's looked at that uh, at, uh, hot shot out of Denton's tape and said, I want to catch passes from him. Yeah, well, that's a good point, yeah. <laughs> Jackson Arnold. No, I think you're right. I think he's staying, people. I'm just, it was curious, right? It was a curious quote. It made you go, huh? Huh? I thought you reported earlier that you had heard from your sources that he was transferring after the bowl game. Is that not what you said? Hang on. I don't listen to anything you say. Hang on just a second. Hang on just a second, okay? Just a second. I don't cheat and I don't lie. There we go. I never said that. Never said that. <laughs> this this text just Maybe says somebody should have slapped him. What kind of question is that, Phil? That's all this text says. <laughs> what kind of question is that, Phil? <laughs> Gabriel said he wasn't prepared to be thrown in as the leader when he first came here. Hmm. Gabriel said. He wasn't prepared to be thrown in as the leader when he first came here. Okay. So that means he's going to stay now because he is prepared to be the leader? Is that what or, I'm going to take or, from that? Or maybe they thought felt that he never was a leader, and now so he's leaving. Mm. Right, wasn't prepared right. for the pressure. Wouldn't DG have to sit out a year? No. No. Nobody has Not to sit out Not in today's world. Now. Nobody's sitting out anywhere. <laughs> uh, everyone's saying he would have to. Why would he, have, why would he transfer? He'd have to sit. No. Why would he have to sit? Nobody sits anymore. Nobody sits anymore. What kind of question is that, Phil? What am I missing here? Is there a new rule? You got to sit if you transfer? Because it's your second transfer, you got to sit now? I don't think so. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. Last one here from the 918 that I've got for right now says, Next season, Arnold is the starter. General Booty is the backup. Mm. Oh, that... that that alert. Ironic. That, alert. I, that was ironic. That alert came in right. That in. I got an alert at that time. <laughs> breaking news. That was that was Jackson Arnold news. just texted me. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, break time. Seven thirty-four in the AM. Toby and TJ with you. We are at halftime on a Tuesday edition of the T Row in the Morning Show. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. I don't know about the sitting out of year thing, Teach. I think if he... Has he graduated or not? Um, I'm not sure on that. I would think so by now, but I'm not positive. Then I don't think he'd have to sit out a year. Um... It looks like the rule is still in place that you get one free transfer, and on the second, got to sit out a year. However, Keaton Slovis 
is, I think, headed to his third, third. or fourth team, and he's planning on playing next year. Mm-hmm. How, however, he's graduated. Uh, what's the West Virginia guy's name? Um, he's uh, headed to his fourth Daniels, team. Um, yeah, Daniel. He's pl- He's planning on playing next year. So it looks like there's loopholes all over the place. Yeah, that's the thing with loopholes. Someone asked just now, like, wait, how's Drake Stoops back? That's six years. Well, they all have the free COVID year now. So you got your red shirt, your four years, your COVID year. And then there's other rules now that guys can play seven or eight. There's guys right now that are getting seventh and eighth years. Um, who was the guy it's last week that has the eighth year that he's coming back for? What el- the eligibility status is of anybody right now. Right, right. It's really impossible. We're we're gonna have a situation, TJ, where somebody's in the final four, and we're gonna find out they've been playing an ineligible player. Kentucky's been playing in it. Well, it won't be Kentucky because nobody's at Kentucky for more than two years max. But somebody's playing a guy in his eighth year who's out of eligibility. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna be like, mm-hmm. how how could you know? How do you know? Yeah, basically one of those years is like it didn't count for athletes. The twenty twenty season didn't count. Didn't for count guys. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was free. Um, here's a question for you, bowl game question for you, TJ. I heard this on my favorite radio show yesterday, The Rush. Yeah. You ever listen to The Rush? Yeah. Three to six right here on this Ref Radio Sports Network. I love I love the interaction between Butkus Award winner Teddy Lane well, and his What are you talking about, McCombs? Machine Gun McCombs. Explain yourself. It's like salt and pepper. It's like, uh, it's like, uh. Peanut butter and jelly, it's a perfect pairing, TJ. And uh, somebody asked the question, Jaleel Farouk, breakout star of the Alamo Bowl last year, you know, fairly inconsequential before that, but after that we were excited, right? Hey, this guy could be a star next year. Who will be that guy this year for OU? Who who has been a... eh, Second thought, afterthought, but could have a big bowl game, and and we could say, hey, there's a building block for next year, offense and or defense. Hmm. You got a guy? Does Javante Barnes to... fall into that category? I, 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 think, I think so. so. I think so. Jaden Gibson, kind of... those two Girl, come to mind. You're saying them too fast. Let oh, me sorry. react. Sorry. <laughs> I think we're already excited about Javante Barnes. I mean, we've seen we've seen enough to know, hey, this guy's going to be good, right? But this could be his showcase. Like, this could be the thing that notifies everybody else, that makes him Big 12 preseason picks, you know, things like that. So are Sooner fans alert that Javante Barnes is worth being excited about? Yes. Sure. Is the rest of the Big 12 or the rest of the country? Probably not. They probably don't know who he is. So I'll give you that one. Now, Jaden Gibson is interesting. You said Jaden Gibson. He hadn't done anything. Right. We thought coming into this year, I certainly thought coming into this year, big time red zone threat. Haven't had a guy like this in a while around here. Six foot five. He hadn't done anything. He's got one catch this year. That's a good guess, TJ. If Jaden Gibson goes out and is a factor in this game and has a couple of touchdowns and and plays the Jalil Farouk role from last year, that's a really good guess. I'll tell you who Teddy suggested. Nick 
Anderson. Okay. Hadn't hardly seen him at all. Right. Rodney's little brother Mm -hmm. has been uh, hampered with a hammy all year. I think he got out there for a couple of snaps, one or two games, but never got a catch. And is apparently healthy. He's 6'4", a little bigger frame than Jaden Gibson. I'm very excited to see a healthy Nick Anderson because the coaches will tell you that he's a difference maker. I mean, they like Jaden Gibson too, but Jaden Gibson has kind of gotten all the headlines of that duo. And I think, you know, some people might even like Nick Anderson more. So I like, I like that idea there from Ted. Both of those young receivers, you know, possibility. Here's a, let me throw a crazy one against the wall. You tell me if this sticks or if it bounces right back in my face, okay? You know who's wearing number 81 and catching passes for OU in this game? Oh, um, DJ Graham. Yes. Yeah, that's definitely a name. What do you think about that? You think there's any chance he gets out there? Um, he's been a scout in a situation like that. Yes, wide receiver. A situation like that, bowl game. Uh, sure, there's a chance. Absolutely, I think. Do you know of everybody who's lining up at wide receiver in this game? Who has the greatest career catch? That's true. He's got a it's T-shirt. It's DJ Graham. He's got a T-shirt with it on it. It's sure. DJ Graham. Is there any chance he goes out there and just starts catching balls one-handed all over the place, DJ? No, not one-handed. He'll use both. No. Okay. <laughs> Is he going to play? Mm, i say there's a, a chance. I don't know that I would say mm. I'd put money on it. Yeah, don't put money on anything. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Um, but he has give... been put out there in some of their promotional stuff. Well, promotional, however you want to, but their social media uh, postings over the last couple of days. I saw guys, him pop up on some of that. Do guys like Canick, Spears Jennings, Gentry Williams, Kip Lewis, do they get, like, actual playing time? Again, yes, I think so. I think guys will get opportunities in this game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and some of those guys can make an impact and, and – have fans excited for next year. I would All lean right, so more towards one of these offensive players being the one that people are like drooling over coming out of this, having the potential. But All right, let's yeah. go back. Now we've we've touched on a lot here. We've said a lot. We've said a lot. Uh, give me your one guy who Friday morning we're saying future star. Well, Friday morning, I don't know that you'll be saying anything. Um, oh. I will say I'm going to... You can't take Barnes. I can't? No. Well, then I'm going to go Gibson. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll go Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first name out of my I mouth. You can't do that. One. You idiot. I took Javante <laughs> Barnes right out from under your nose. You <laughs> now I'm just kidding, Owen. You know who we didn't mention is Gavin Sawchuck. That could be another possible. We haven't seen him. What's he got? Two carries, five yards. Not much, yeah. And maybe he gets out there and we're like, holy cow, where have they been hiding this guy, you know? 
What's the guy from Washington's name? He's got a cool name. Emeka Megway. Uh, who, uh, who get uh, him out there? You know, the Washington transfer. Uh, so you're going with Jaden Gibson, you said, huh? Well, once you took Barnes from me, yes. <laughs> I won't take Barnes. I won't take. I'll I'll go Sawchuck. I'll go Sawchuck. Okay. Yeah. I think he's going to get some carries. He's going to get a chance, right? And uh, maybe maybe he shows us enough that we go, whoo, the Barnes Sawchuck one two punch next year. Plus, you know they're bringing in a couple of hot shots too. Uh, and Marcus Major is going to be back. Maybe maybe we're feeling really good about the running back position after Thursday night. 7.48 in the morning. Man, Teej, have we ever talked this much OU football in an hour in the show's history? I'm going to go sit down during this commercial break. My head's spinning right now. We'll, we'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380. If you're looking to sell your home coming up in the new year, Terry Saxon could be your guy. Saxon Realty Group, home of the $8.99 listing fee, 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Maybe he's going to join Chip Kelly at UCLA since Robinson is gone. All right. You know, he went there briefly last year. Mm Mm-hmm. I love the fact that Stoops will be back for his sixth year. He's the one that asked us to explain the six years of eligibility, so um, COVID years, chalking that one up. Let's see here. What are the uh, chances that uh, OU will honor Mike Leach in some way at our bowl game? I so hope we do. I have not heard about that, but um, that's a great idea. And um, I'll try to ask somebody about that. Oregon it tight seems end. like it would be appropriate for sure. Uh, Oregon tight end was granted a ninth year due to COVID medical red shirt, etc. Yeah, there's a couple of guys this year that they've nine? done articles on that have eight and nine years. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, this one just says, Drake Stoops. That's right. That's right. Well said. Uh, this person must be picking Sawchuck for their breakout that just says Sawchuck. Okay. Uh, I'm a team Sawchuck kind of guy. I'm rooting for him, too, because I love the name. You know, Sawchuck. Yeah. That's a good, you can really, there's a lot of fun you can have there. So. Uh, Gunny says, I'm a team Sawchuck kind of guy, too. Jacob's, uh, Jake Sexton is a big game or has a big game against a good edge rusher from FSU. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. It's just hard, like, it's hard for me to know if somebody had a good game at tackle. But you're right. If he's lined up across from Jared Verse, who is their star, and we don't hear from Jared Verse all night, then we'll know. We'll know that that was clutch. So that's not a terrible prediction. It's actually a really good prediction. I have been very high on Anderson simply because I believe his brother would have been the second best running back in OU history if he could have stayed Ooh. healthy, and I need Ow. his brother to live up to that. Just a me thing. Laughing face emoji. I mean, let's stop and think a while about the guys that have played the running back <laughs> position at OU. I liked Rodney Anderson, but man. Yeah, uh, Billy Sims and uh, uh, Joe Washington. and I mean, Well, we couldn't get into the list. I mean, it goes on and on. Adrian, Adrian Peterson. Peterson. Peterson, yeah. 
Steve Owens, uh-huh. Greg Pruitt, Samaj P. Ryan, Joe Mixon. We just will stay in the Stoops era for a second. Could Rodney Anderson be the second? Have been the second best running back in the Stoops era? Maybe, maybe. But we're talking. You're opening it up to all time. Pump the brakes. Love you, Rodney. Uh, Rodney, I love you, Rodney. Rodney's probably listening today. You know what? Rodney's probably listening. Rodney, I. I am I am sorry that they said second best because I think you would have been the best, my man. Uh, actually, Rodney's number probably one. saying second best. Is that texture crazy? Come on, number <laughs> you would have been number one, Rodney. <laughs> he knows the history. He was really good. Rodney Anderson was oh, really, really good. a great player. Yeah. Um, here's another Sawchuck. I want to see what uh, Gavin Sawchuck can do. So yeah. Brazilian Sooner sent that in. So Most that seems to be the popular name. Yeah. Um. If everything I'm reading is uh, correct, Turk is still has a year of eligibility. Someone needs to get the news to him. I think he knows that, but I think he's already announced, right? Yes. Yeah. He uh, wants to be a professional punter. Yes. Uh, what happens to Weatherman Jay? He goes off and predicts the weather. It starts a career in forecast. Looks sharp in the suits that he wears. Uh, doing weather in a flashy, upbeat way the way that he does it. That's what Did he I does. ever tell you about the first day of class with him this year? I remember you mentioning him, so I think so. First day of class. Everybody's coming in. He walks in and sits down. I was like, because I, I, I looked over the roster. I don't remember seeing Jaden Knowles' name on the roster. I was like, are you in this class? He goes, yeah. I was like, wow, that's awesome, man. He sits there for like five minutes, and then he gets up and he goes, I'm just kidding. I'm out. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> he goes, I'm just kidding. I just wanted to come mess with you. I was like, all right. I mean, we talked about his internship and everything. He's a good guy. Break time, 8 o'clock. We'll be back.